This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Serial Podcast. I'm telling you, if you live in the Midwest, it is absolutely freezing this weekend. So I hope you all are staying warm and safe and maybe watch a few shows. Who knows, right? I know we've been watching WandaVision and we just finished this latest episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's all I have to say. It is crazy. So this podcast is actually going to be a little different, as I mentioned last week. I'm going to be talking about my Toy Story 4 retraction review. I initially wrote this review right after Toy Story 4 last year. And for those that know me, I was waiting so long for this movie to come out that I was in denial when I wrote this review. So let me explain a little further about that. So I am obviously a huge Toy Story fan. I grew up with Toy Story and I was five years old when the first one came out and I was a huge Woody fan. And then Toy Story 2 kind of got intermixed with the Pokemon craze for me, but I did see it and I really did appreciate it. And we were really big on Buzz Lightyear in our house. Fast forward 10 years to Toy Story 3. And that's when my love of Toy Story just kicked off full force. And I really love Jessie. She is my favorite character. And I just really resonate with her. And I just, after the Toy Story 3, we just wanted more. And we just, me and my friends, we love Buzz and Jessie. I mean, come on. They're the best couple ever. (laughs) To me, at least. (laughs) But we got so much good stuff afterwards. We got the shorts and we got the television specials. My favorite being Toy Story of Terror. Nothing can top that for me. And it was naturally, I was over the moon when I found out that they were making Toy Story 4. I was at work when that was announced and the excitement was just, it was so great just to have something to be excited for in my fandom. So once again, fast forward to. What was it? D23, they announced that in 2017, Toy Story 4 would come out. And then they delayed it to 2018 and then finally 2019. So the wait got to be a little ridiculous. But here we were sitting down, finally watching it. And I was so excited for it to start. So when all is said and done, the movie ended. Just left me kind of speechless. So Toy Story 3 actually just ended perfectly. It ended the the trilogy. It ended the Toy Story. And it was just them saying bye to Andy moving on. And it was great. And like I said, the shorts and the specials that came afterwards, those were fantastic little blurbs to show us what the toys are up to in their new room. So when people, especially my boyfriend, would say, oh, we don't really need Toy Story 4. Why are they making Toy Story 4? I would get really defensive. Like, well, you know... I'm a huge Toy Story fan and yeah, and I was just really excited and I think my mind just drew a narrative out that they're just going to pick up from Toy Story 3 and it's just going to be, you know, Buzz and Jesse are going to have more scenes and this and that and never really thought anything of it until it was announced that Woody Bo Peep would be reunited again and Everyone was just really excited for that. I know I was. I I really did like Bo Peep. And she was the only female in Toy Story that we could see. I mean, I like I said, I really liked Woody. And, but Bo Peep was for the girls. And it was 
just fun to think about her coming back, her and Woody being reunited. But I drew the assumption that they were going to have her join the rest of the toys. And for her to just kind of be independent on her own. I mean, some people I can see you can say it's great. She's a strong female. I agree with that. But overall, and it's not even just her, a lot of the characters were just out of character. Woody, especially. He would have never have done a lot of these things that we saw in Toy Story 4, in my opinion. And just I'm just going to throw that disclaimer out. This podcast review here is it's just all my opinion. And if you don't agree to each their own. And I, I just I really like to just discuss things like this on a critical level. You know, it's not all like, oh, you know, I'm big Jesse fan or like it's not, all, you know, I'm trying not to make it one sided because it's really not. It's just I've gathered evidence from my friends, my family who have seen it and they're just casual fans even. And they just, they didn't enjoy Toy Story 4. And even one of my friends just, they were afraid to tell me they didn't like it because it left a bad taste in her mouth. And I agree. So anyway, back to one night at work when we were talking about the commentary and my boss at the time was like, what's, what's the matter, Amanda? Come on, just say it. What What's wrong? And I blurted out. I'm like, I hated Toy Story 4. <laughs> Finally, it was out in the open. I remember going home feeling really satisfied. And I remember my mom going, what happened at work today? And I was like, well, I finally admitted I really didn't like Toy Story 4. (laughs) So anyway, I'm sorry. We're just I'm just ranting at this point. So let's get into it. Toy Story 4 is directed by Josh Cooley, and it's his first full feature length film. And at first I was a little... Like, oh, okay. I mean, this could be interesting. But a part of me was also like, oh boy, someone new. Because <laughs> we're all used to like Lee Anchorage, Darla Anderson. And so, you know, but it's Pixar. Toy Story is their baby. I know deep down though that Josh does in a way care for the movies, the Toy Story movies. And he, I, I appreciate the fact that he did want to take a new approach to this movie. And he made what he made, but in the long run, I feel like it was catered more towards a new generation of fans than the old fans that grew up with these characters that we love so much with Andy. I mean, there, this movie had its positives and its negatives. For me, probably hands down one of the most gorgeous animated rendering, etc. movie that I've seen. The characters look like they could be laying on my couch because they look just so real and the humans they're just there's side-by-side comparisons of Andy from the first Toy Story to now and that was another thing that blew up all over the internet was oh Andy looks so different that's not Andy no the that you have to realize that technology has significantly advanced from 1995 to now And they have all these different types of simulations. You got your hair simulations, you got your skinning, you got all the way to lighting with rendering, shading, etc. That just brings these humans to a very natural look. And that's a a lot of people too were just like, oh, it doesn't have that vintage look to it. No, 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 no. It's just the changing of time. So, I mean, that is one thing I really did appreciate was the technical side of this movie. The story though, for me, you know, like I said earlier, it's just, it's not there. When I was at Disney World in 2019 during the summer, Hollywood Studios had a little snippet of Toy Story 4. They played the first like 15 to 20 minutes. So I watched it a few times when I was there. And 
that part, I was so excited. It was great. It felt very much like the toys, you know, we're all in Bonnie's bedroom. And Woody tries to keep this fork going as Bonnie's favorite toy. He's motivating this fork and he's just acting crazy. And that's how Woody usually is. He's just a lunatic. And Buzz, Jesse, all of them look at him like, okay, dude, calm down. (laughs) So that was great. And I thoroughly enjoyed the first, like probably 20 minutes to half an hour. And I always say it's when Woody falls out of the RV after Forky jumps out that for me is when it doesn't feel like Toy Story anymore. So the story structure just tanked, I felt like, after that moment, because it was just a lot of introducing new characters, very busy with the new characters. And just overall, it felt, like I said earlier, very out of character for Woody to just want to not go back to Bonnie right away and go find Bo in this antique store, which, I mean, I appreciate. That's his girlfriend, right? It was just the fact that he was just so obsessed with getting Forky back to Bonnie, but yet he put himself in the situation with the antique store in the first place that initially just kind of threw me off. And then the amount of, like I said, new characters, but then you all of a sudden have Giggle McDimples, who is just, she's, in my opinion, a little obnoxious. (laughs) And um, and then some Combat Carl Jr. is going on. and, And... All of a sudden, Woody is just thrusted into this other world with Bo Peep and her new clan, as I call it. And the original toys just take a back seat. And there is a great part, like with Jessie, she pops a tire and keeps the family from leaving the RV camp. But a lot of people argue that Buzz was dumbed down a little bit. I wouldn't say they dumbed him down. That's, I mean, it's, it's just Buzz. Buzz is very, he's serious, he's straightforward, and just, he's, he wants to find Woody. And that's ultimately what it is. And the inner voice thing, I mean, yeah, it was kind of goofy at first, but overall, it, it works for Buzz. And that's what I like. And he's, he's such a great character. I love Buzz. <laughs> and all these characters, I mean, Ham, Rex, the Potato Heads, it, it was just sad that they didn't get lap screen time. And then like with the late Don Rickles, they were hyping up that, oh, he recorded his lines before he passed away. So I thought this would be a really good movie to honor him, but there was nothing. So that was a little disappointing as well. This, the whole thing with the story, it's just introduced the story as it was a great flashback at the beginning where you see Bo Peep being donated and there is just a lot of heartache on Woody's face and but he chooses Andy over Bo Peep and they know their role of toys is their first priority and I mean maybe some toys they don't see it that way they maybe they just go off together but Woody is he was 100% on Andy's side he'll stick with Andy to the end so It was really good to see how he just kind of went through a whole transition of being the favorite toy to being second in command at Bonnie's. And I really wish this film would have explored more of that, that he had to kind of take a step back and let someone else be in charge. And Bonnie really, she loves Jesse. Jesse is her favorite over Woody. Gives Jesse Woody's badge. And it it would have been a more interesting story, in my opinion, if we just kind of saw him go back and just kind of live with taking a step back and just really enjoying 
his owner, his friends, his family. And another thing is, is why didn't Bo Peep go with him? Like, those are her friends, too. And there's no denying that she loves Buzz, Jesse, Rex, just like her own family. So that's another thing I didn't get, is that. So... And these characters, they're just a big hot ticket for Disney and Pixar. And it's just weird how they will just, I don't know, maybe they're, maybe they are going to be done with Toy Story. I don't know that, but it'll, it's just weird how they just ended with Woody just parting ways with the rest of the group. Now, going back to the new characters that we are introduced to, we're introduced to Gabby Gabby and she's got some, I call them henchmen of dummies. Their names are Benson. I, I think that's all their names. I don't know. <laughs> They're terrifying. And I actually have a fear of puppets. So that just was not riding with me at all. And Gabby Gabby's one of those villains that I can't stand because she is not necessarily outright a villain. Like she doesn't look like a villain. She doesn't talk like a villain, but she has a really bad agenda. And it was just the whole... I, I mean, I don't like her because she's the villain, right? I mean, I'm not saying she's a terrible character. I just didn't personally like her just as like a toy. I was going to say a person, but a toy. A couple of the characters that I thought were just kind of, why are they even here is Ducky and Bunny, where I, I get they were trying to be slapstick funny, but a lot of it just took you out of the story. And and um giggle mcdimple that was another one i don't understand why she felt like a like a roadblock between woody and bo peep and for me i feel like a lot of bo peep's decisions were based on giggle and it it makes me wonder in the long run maybe maybe bo peep would have went back with woody if giggle wasn't all like in her ear about or i don't know i'm just being (laughs) speculation on this part but also, I mean, Duke Kaboom, though, I really liked him. He was great. And Keanu Reeves played his voice. And that was he was probably the best part of the movie, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about the new characters and the storyline, I really liked him. That was fun. But in conclusion, it all came down to the story just did not flow. And like I said, you start the movie with Andy's toys and a flashback. You got R.C., But then you go through this movie just with all these different characters, this really busy setting with the antique store. You're at a park in this carnival. I mean, there's just a lot going on and very lack, for a better word, of the characters that we know and love so much. And ultimately, anybody who's like my age, maybe a little older, we grew up with Woody and Buzz. Rex and them. And it was just really disappointing not to see them. And I'm not the only one. There's so many other people that were like, where were they? <laughs> and then it was just ultimately Woody leaving. And it was just so out of character for him. Even though Woody is, since Toy Story 1, he's always come across as just a very annoying <laughs> kind of like almost selfish, but working for being loved, accepted by his owner, but also wanting to be a good leader for his fellow toys just to give it all up. And like I said, it's just, it was shocking. And I know one person can argue that, yeah, you know, Buzz, Jesse, them, their story, it's been told, whatever. Okay. I get that. Yeah. And it all just comes down to Woody being just out of character for me. Also, I feel like they could have given us maybe like 
at no more than like maybe five more minutes of them saying goodbye. That goodbye felt so rushed and so not family-like to me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he just like up and left. It was, I don't know, if you're never going to see like your sister or your brother again, would you just dip like that? I don't know. That part too, just, it was great to see Bo Peep and Jesse reunite because we know probably off screen they were really good friends before the events of Toy Story Toy Story 3 and so that part was great but I just felt like Woody needed more of a goodbye with the toys because like I said they're his family and even in Toy Story 3 he tells them we're a family we stick together Mm, not in Toy Story 4 they don't (laughs) so after Toy Story 4 we got some shorts it was called Forky asked a question and we really, it was just, you know, the cute little shorts. I mean, some of them were cute, but a lot of them too is Toy Story 4 established Jesse as the leader of Bonnie's room, but now it still seems like it's Dolly. So that's like another kind of a different ordeal that is being talked about. But for me, I feel like Pixar is just going like bouncing around with all these characters and their roles they play in the toy room. And it takes the narrative that a lot of the fans make from these movies. Pixar's not living up to that right now as of Toy Story 4 and onward. So for me, I've been a little disappointed. And it's not saying that Pixar, you know, Pixar has made some great movies, especially this past year with Onward and Soul. Those two were probably my favorite movies. I mean, 2020 really didn't give us many movies, but those were just so well put together. And you can see the technology advancing. Like I said, Toy Story 4 was gorgeous. Everything about it was great. The Renderman, the lighting. And I'm a, I am I went to school for graphic design and visual effects. So I'm a nerd when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I actually touch upon a lot of concepts that they used in this movie in my review. So I will post that as well along with my podcast here. So you can read through my review that I posted last year. And like I said, it's in total denial, but there are some good things that I did provide like links and just explanations to things like rendering and I think I got some rigging on here as well. So, I mean, if you want to check that out, feel free, please. And then uh, you can cringe with me <laughs> with with uh, my positive review. Overall, for me, though, Toy Story 4, it was all about the story. It was all about the structure. It was all about the narrative that, I mean, me and pretty much a lot of the other fans, we've gotten our heads and it just, it didn't deliver what we wanted. And I mean, I, Ultimately, you know, it's not our movie. It's not us writing it. It's Pixar. It's Pixar's movie. They can do whatever they want. It's just, you know, it's our job as an audience to just be open-minded and critique with constructive criticism and just stop and think, why, why didn't you like that? Why don't you like a certain character? Why don't you, you know, whatever. Just like, like I said, with these characters, um, Ducky, Bunny, Giggle, Giggle McDimple, I just found them very... Like they take you out of the movie. You're kind of lost in their jokes. And for me, that was just, I I really like a nice, the thing with Toy Story 3 is the story just flowed so perfectly. And this movie was just, it was choppy. And just a lot of the back and forth. It was just, it was a little too much. 
Although I do have to say one part I really didn't enjoy was when the toys took over the RV. It felt like an old Toy Story movie just because of the creative planning on the toys part of taking over something of the humans and trying to control a situation. That part felt like a nostalgic Toy Story to me. So I really did appreciate that part. So there y'all have it. <laughs> I know a lot of people have been asking me about, you know, either writing or retraction, but I really wanted to just kind of put it on the podcast here because sometimes it's better to just talk it out than putting it down on writing and expecting people to read it. So I appreciate whoever is new and listening to this. I appreciate you listening to me ramble about one of my favorite things. And also, like I said, if you are interested in reading the previous review, also, seeing some of the concepts I touch upon when it comes to like the animation and the rendering, like I said, I will post that. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, what what are your guys' opinions? Please let me know. I really, I would love to discuss. And like I said, any grievances or anything with anything I've touched upon, please let me know because I'll be definitely happy to talk it out, get your side of the story. And yeah, it's it's always great to talk about and discuss anything, any movies with. It's great to talk about movies, television shows critically with other people because you learn, you learn new concepts, you learn how to look into a story, you, you learn how to analyze and give constructive feedback back. And Overall, it just makes you smarter and a well-rounded person when you argue or you debate. I don't like using the word argue, but when you debate a topic. So without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a good week and I will talk to you guys next week.